is a day of my joy. I'm going to rejoice with you very soon in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Yeah. No. Uh, say because while you use my microphone. Now family, now family something. Now family something. Leave that matter. Praise God. Who is glad to be in church? See, when testimonies are all over the place, it means that the spirit of testimony is about to jump on you. Glory to God. Who would have thought in Thanksgiving um, service in the midst of all this COVID, there will be so many testifiers? Even me, I'm surprised. God will give every one of us wonderful surprises in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. Allow me to bring a sure word. I like that thing. You said, this young lady said, my brother responded with prayer, not panic. If you came to church with a situation that's making you panic, I silence that spirit of panic. We respond to your need and your challenge and, and, and the warfare in your life. We respond to it with prayer. We say that you will have the victory. I say you will come victorious. I say you will build that house. I say you will pay that bill off. I say you will get that admission. I say you will get married. I say you will have that baby to the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to You know, Pastor Ami, you know why your testimony makes me happy? Some people used to wonder, why are you following Femi Paul around? What is this thing about church? They rushed and they bought a house in Bagada and were happy. They rushed and they bought a house somewhere else. You kept serving God. You see, never listen to people that criticize the way you serve God. And never be in, a, in competition with anybody. Don't be in a hurry. God makes all things. Oh, beautiful. Come on. Beautiful in his time. And according to what you kept saying, God looked at you and said, I'll grant you the desires of your Baby. Shotong. You know, may our testimonies silence people who didn't believe in our God and our faith. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Next testimony service, something more profound, something more greater is going to happen. And as I'm saying it, you better jump on your feet and say amen because you have to be one of the people that will come and testify of what the Lord has done. In the twinkling of an eye, the God that made everything in six days, in 30 days is too much time to do your own in Jesus' name. If you are that person, I want you to lose your goal. Run over the place and say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive it in the name of Jesus. In 30 days, you will testify. Glory to God. Ah, we're talking about God. You say you don't know who we're talking about. The one that dwells in the light that no man can approach. The maker of the heaven and the earth. The one that speaks a, a word and his word must never come back to him. It must accomplish what he says. The one that sits above the circle of the earth and puts his foot on the, on the earth as a footstool. The one that the angels bow and worship. The one that throws lightning into the atmosphere and directs the path of the thunder. Glory to God. May that God be our God in the name of Jesus. May that God silence all our troubles and all our faith. 
remain standing. The grace assembly will remain standing. The first thing I want to say to you, thus said the Lord, is welcome to the last quarter of the year 2020. We're in the last four months, last quarter. If our God is known to save the best for the last, then expect to enjoy the best of 2020 in this last four months of the year. I'm talking to you about the nature of God. God has a nature. God has a pattern. He usually saves the best for the last. Don't join people that say, Emban months are terrible months. For me, the best is about to happen. As your pastor, I pronounce that the last quarter of this year, the best of the year, the best of God is going to come to pass. Like the testimonies we've heard today, it was the towards the end of the year, you will receive your own, I will receive my own in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As you remain standing, my text for today, I'm going to be quick, is taken from Genesis 21 and verse 6. Genesis 21 and verse 6. At the count of three, it's up on the screen. I want you to read with me. One, two, three, go. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh. And all who hear will laugh with me. Go ahead and laugh. Ha <laughs> ha! I am not crying anymore. God has given me good news. I am not worried anymore. I've heard from the Lord. The testimonies tell me that God is still at work. In the last quarter of this year, late as it may seem, God will make us laugh. You didn't hear me. I said, in the last quarter of this year, according to this scripture, late as it may seem, God will still make us laugh. I bring you the word of Lord. Somehow, somehow, before the end of this year, God will make me laugh real good. And God will make you laugh real good. You better shout amen and amen. Somehow, Somehow, Father, once have you spoken, twice have I heard that God in the midst of all hell can turn things around and cause the one that used to cry to be the one laughing. As I speak the word, let the angels who, who move at the speaking and the announcement of God's word go into action to bring it to pass in the lives of all the believers and the children of God and the glorified and the testimonies abound and the thanks even be absolutely riotous in the name of Jesus Christ. Go ahead say amen and amen. You may be seated. Help me look at your neighbor and say I don't know about you but somehow somehow before the end of this year God is going to make me laugh. In fact I'm practicing my laughter. <laughs> ha ha ha. Banana island laughter. It's not like mushy laughter. Come on now. Who was it that said, 10 minutes after the baby was born, a lot enter. You know, you may not want a baby, you may already have three babies, but whatever you want, it will enter before the end of the year. Somehow, somehow, you know how God is going to do it, that's not your business. Stop putting your nose, the hidden things belong to God. Stop telling God how to do it. It's only the result you should be interested in. That's why I say my God is a God of somehow, somehow. I'm a knowledgeable person. I'm scientific. I'm studious. But when it comes to God, I don't tell God how to do anything. I don't even look to look into how he's doing it. Don't ask 
pastor, you know, he was selling me, I was relying on this money, and then the money, uh, uh, I had to return the money, and so on and so on, and I didn't know how God was done it, and then I said, come to think of it, somehow, somehow, I still paid. You know, I like somehow, somehow, it separates God from ordinary men. When God says something, you know what he's doing, he's just standing like this in front of you, he said, go and sleep. Go and sleep. When you wake up, you say, somehow, somehow, my life has changed. Somehow, somehow, I am married. Somehow, somehow, I have built the house. This is the word of the Lord this morning. I didn't know the testimonies anyone was going to share. I had my word. I told them to design this slide. If it seemed to be synchronizing, it is because this is the will of God for you. Can you say Amen. In the amplified version of this same, oh, look at that. No, 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 no. Give me that slide. Look at that. Point there and say, that's me. Say it, and you may say, that is me. Look at his finger. What is he pointing out? He's pointing at, it could be his blessing, or he's pointing at people who, did, who, were, who were ridiculing him when he heard Femi Paul declaring that you're going to laugh. He said, look at them now. Oh, yeah, laugh now. <laughs> Glory to God. God. Thank you, Minister Leke, for this slide. I like this guy's laughter. Ha ha! Glory to God. By the time you open your eyes, you will get a confirmation that it is true. Hallelujah. Amplified version of Genesis 21. I want you to listen with rapt attention. I want to thank God for those that choose to worship with us online. Not to spoil, but make sure you tap into the word. The Bible says, and Sarah said, God has not only made me laugh, he has made me to laugh. It is one thing for God to make you laugh. It is another thing for God to make you to laugh. I can't even explain it, but you will get it. God will make me to laugh. Sounds like Nigerian kind of language. God, you see, we both can say, God made me laugh. And just say, God made me to laugh. You will to laugh. <laughs> Look at you and say, I'll go to laugh. Oh, oh, oh. Yay! God has made me to laugh. And all who hear, my guru, I said they go hear. I said, my guru will laugh with me. They will have no choice but to laugh. Let me read the full text to you. In Genesis 21, I'm going to read verses 1 to 7 from the Message Bible. And when you get to your own part, when the word aligns with your life, scratch your head, shake your leg, jump on your feet, give a prophet suffering, but don't sit like a, like a couch potato because there's an anointing that wants to jump on you that will produce that testimony socially be in Jesus' name. The Bible says, God visited Sarah exactly as he said he would. God did to Sarah what he promised. Sarah became what she never was. As you are going to become what you always want to be, Sarah became pregnant and gave Abraham a son in his old age. And at the very time God had said, and Abraham named him Laughter. Somebody said, God will make me to laugh. Oh, and Abraham named him Isaac. When his son was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him just as God had commanded. You see, stop there. A lot of people ask God for something, but they don't listen to God what they should do about the thing. 
You see, when you run around and say, God, do something for me, and you don't ask God, what do you want me to do with it? There's a problem. On the eighth day, he circumcised him just as God had commanded. This should never be someone who just received because you just want to feel good and run around. God is about a purpose. Even in blessing you, there should be a purpose. And so, Abraham, a man who understood blessing, that even in blessing there should be purpose, he circumcised the son. And this circumcision, can I talk about it a little bit? Circumcision is something you do for your son and you almost cry. Circumcision is a little bloody. I was there when my little boy was circumcised. My two boys, I was there. But you see, you have to do it if you want to keep the blessing. I want to instruct somebody, stop running around thinking God is just a father Christmas. Santa Claus is not in the Bible. God is a God of purpose. If God blesses you, it comes with a purpose. And you need to know what it is and obey God so that the blessing will be permanent. Now everybody is quiet. Nobody is shouting anymore. Abraham circumcised him just had God as commanded. Anything you are asking God for, tell, ask God, tell me what I should do. It's not about just you feeling good. No, 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 no. God is bigger than that. That's why I say Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born. Which means, though the vision tarry, wait for it. It will no longer tarry. It shall come to pass. Verse 6. Sarah said, God has blessed me with laughter. And all who get the news, uh, somebody you're going to get good news, or all who get the news uh, will laugh with me. She also said, whoever would have suggested to Abraham that Sarah would one day nurse a baby. Please help me pronounce the next four words. Yet, here I am. Very soon you will say, it didn't look like it, but yet, here I am. I have given the old man a son. Hmm. Father, let this word be imprinted upon our hearts. Out of the abundance of our heart, may, may our mouth start speaking positivity according to the word of God. In the contemporary English version of Genesis 21 and verse 6, you need to see how the Bible puts it. It's a bit different. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh. Now, now, everyone will laugh with me. There's a place in your life where now becomes activated. You see, what has happened to a lot of us is we didn't wait for now and we're fretting. There's a punctuation in time where God puts now. Sarah said, now. Hmm. May our now not be delayed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, everyone will laugh with me. You see, there is a place that if you are not laughing with Pastor Yomi, we know that you are jealous. What else do you want? Where else do you want to buy a house? How come you are not acting impressed? There is a place of now. Both friends and enemy, the worst they will do is scratch their head, but they, they, they will laugh. When a man's ways of waiting on God. Uh, when a man's ways uh, of not replacing panic with prayer. Uh, when a man's way of rejoicing with those that rejoice, like I'm rejoicing with Pastor Amin now. When it pleases the Lord, he causes his enemies now to laugh with him. They say, that now is not whether you like it or not. 
by fire, by fire, they go laugh. Glory to God. But this same Sarah, this is the end result. We all like it, but let us look at where she started. For Bible says these things were written to us as an example, so that oh, go do, so that you would not miss it, so that you would not get it wrong. In the same contemporary English version of the Bible, stay there. Genesis 18 and verse 12. Listen to this. The same sin. The Bible says, So Sarah laughed and said to herself, Is it now that I'm worn out <laughs> and my husband is old? Will I really know such happiness? The word worn out is where the Lord says I should first meditate for myself and talk to you about. There's a place when you're waiting on God. Come on now. Who knows what I'm talking about? You wait till tea. You first worn, then you worn out. Allow me to speak English my own way. Worn out means the place where one year. My wife knows what I'm talking about. Five years. Some people get worn out after two years. That's not good. I want to recommend to you that if you have not waited for five years, don't talk about worn out. Pastor Yemi waited many years. We waited together. We refused to get worn out. When you're getting worn, may I come and drag you out. So that you'll get one out. When I'm there, he come and drag down. He says, Now that I'm worn out and my husband is really old, will I really, come on now, know such happiness? The happiness of not being a tenant anymore. In the morning, when you're drinking your coffee in your balcony, you're not thinking the man is saying, He can afford expensive coffee. Let's, let me increase his rent. You can drive any car you like now. <laughs> when you change your car, you turn out a guru. <laughs> when you testify that your children are going to school abroad, you go hear something. Pastor me, if you like wear singlet, you know those singlets that has holes? Those old time papa singlet. If you like wear singlet, there's nothing anybody can do about it. <laughs> we will get there. <laughs> and if you're here, you're one. You're getting close to one out. Sarah said so. And she's the same one that said, God has made me to laugh. Can I tell you something? Don't quit on God. Some of us that are testifying, listen, that's why we have to tell you where we started from. We didn't get there in a hurry. And just because some people got there in a hurry, that's maybe what you think. You haven't asked them their story. The salon stood here and said, we changed the car. We got promotion. And anybody in the neighborhood that didn't know, just didn't see them for two weeks, thought they went away on holiday. Didn't know that all hell broke loose. And they're envying them now and say, this, this, but do you know everything about their story? The wallet that you're talking about here, they had some mishaps. Very painful. Life-threatening. You're just hearing the end of the story. Sarah laughed at herself. Laughed at her situation. It's 
not a better laugh. Scornfully laughed at the word of God and said, I'm worn out. But God never gets worn out. Well, why didn't you lift up your hand to the one? Bible says he never wearies, he never tires. Have you not heard? Have you not been told? He said, He that keepeth Israel never sleeps nor slumbers. Shut up. Hey, he gives strength to those that lack strength. Stop me one hour. You so receive a, a fresh boost of faith from the Lord. And those that wait on the Lord, hey, with tears in the eyes, they shall not remain in the valley. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle and ride upon the wings of the wind. Uh, and they will testify. Will I really know such happiness? Yes, you will. Said the Lord. Child of God, you will not wait in vain. Your prayers, he has heard the prayers. Sarah said, now, everybody that hears, laugh at me. There's a time called now. Perseverance. Patience. Fruit of the Spirit. Even long suffering. We will not all get there at the same time, but we will all get there. As a matter of fact, when I see you, my brother, get there, I know that I'm next in line. So when I'm dancing like this, in fact, as a matter of fact, when you're going on holiday, toss the key to me until you come back, I'm the landlord in that apartment. So you want to see me come to banana? Don't bring banana, just come to banana. <laughs> Shut up! Hey! Let me read the story and I have to run off. Our time is gone. Genesis 10. Genesis 18, I beg your pardon. Verses 10 to 15, the contemporary English version of the Bible. Here is a will of God concerning you. The Bible says, one of the guests that came to see Abraham, there were three of them, one of the guests was the Lord. And he said, I'll come back about this time next year. And when I do, Sarah will already have a son. Even though you went and got Ishmael, I haven't changed my mind. Even though you messed up, God is saying, I haven't changed my mind about blessing you. Can you say amen? And Sarah was behind Abraham, behind the door, listening at the entrance of the tent. She refused to join the conversation. There's a place when you are worn out, you stop joining the conversation. You have to learn from our mother Sarah. Abraham made a feast for the angels and Jehovah. Abraham was conversing them. Abraham is like Chijiaf. He was there. But Sarah was around but did not join. Nobody told her not to join. She was hiding behind the door. Someone say one out. Huh. In verse 11, Abraham and Sarah were very old and Sarah was well past the year at the age of having children. And so she laughed and said to herself, now that I am worn out and my husband is old, will I really know such happiness? She countered what Jehovah said. Never do that. Even if you don't understand, let be like Mary who could not understand. Never happened before that a woman can be pregnant without activity with a man. He said, I don't understand what you're saying, Angel Gerber, but let it be unto me according to thy word. Try what Sarah tried. You may not get away with it. And the Lord asked Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? 
you, must, you need to ask me, say, why didn't the Lord go and ask Sarah? He knew Sarah was behind it all. He asked Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Because Sarah was not in the place that she could converse anymore with God. And so God wasn't going to converse with her. And ask the husband, when the wife was there, why did Sarah laugh? And sent him on an errand to her, as God is sending me on an errand to you. He said, does she doubt that she can have a child in her old age. Then God answered the question himself. and says, I am the Lord. There is nothing too difficult for me. I will come back next year at the time I promise. And Sarah will already have a son. You see, God never starts something until he has finished it. So God was already talking in the past tense. When I say God is going to bless you, I'm speaking as a man. As far as God is concerned, you're already blessed. Only that time will reveal that blessing. Say amen. Amen. When Sarah heard God ask a question and answer it by himself, she was afraid. Sarah was so frightened. And it's better for her to be frightened. It's better. It's better. She was so frightened that she lied and said, I didn't laugh. And God answered, yes, you did. But nonetheless, I will say mercy. Somebody say mercy. Somebody say mercy. May his mercy triumph over judgment over our lives. Number one, Sarah is the one that brought Hagar. She was the architect of, of, of Ishmael. She was the one that laughed. And now she's the one that the Jehovah is saying, I will have mercy over you. Can I tell you something? Don't trip in the presence of Jehovah. Stop it. Don't try it. Don't try it. Mercy. By the time I come next year, you'll have had the baby. Now Sarah laughed scornfully because she felt too much time has passed. And that by now, it was too late. Who has spoken when Jehovah has not spoken? Is it not Jehovah that speaks a thing and has the power to bring it to pass? Who art thou, mortal, that want to cancel what Jehovah said? Sarah laughed at herself, at her situation. She laughed at her life because she couldn't see how God, she just couldn't see how God could make her to laugh again. This children matter is a big matter. And I have fought that battle too. When the doctor said, my wife doesn't ovulate at all. I can, I can be so worn out and I say, because I can't see how a woman who does not release eggs, how can she ever get pregnant? But I did not. I told her, calm down, baby. As long as you're my wife, by covenant, you have a choice. Let the doctors keep their reports. I keep my baby boy. Shut up. forgot that God, Sarah, our mother, forgot that God is the God of somehow, somehow. I cannot still explain till tomorrow how a woman that does not ovulate was found on a child and the child was born. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You see, if God can be explained, he cannot be God. 
to slaughter animals and so on. But when it comes to our own, even we, when they ask us, say, oh God, can I tell you the truth? If I'm go- I don't want to form in front of the Lord. If I'm going to tell you the truth, <clears throat> now somehow, somehow. When I look at my son, when I look at him, there's something he tells me that God is alive. I will wash past him. I will touch his head because I can't explain the boy. Smart boy, fine boy, intelligent boy, anointed boy. He was helping me throughout the pandemic. He was a, he was a pastor in charge of, of music. And he wake up in the morning and say, Daddy, I'm going. Somehow, somehow, as I was coming to church today, I felt a little tinge of sadness because I can't do it with my boy anymore. I loved when we worked together in the altar of the Lord. But that was another segment of life that tells me that the prophecy about him that he is a great man of God, he's a prophet unto nations. Because I saw that one, I can realize that somehow, somehow, as that one came to pass, the one I'm talking about will come to pass. The victories of yesterday will tell you the way you got married. Did you arrange it? Did you qualify for it? That is the same way somehow, somehow. The way he saved you when you were sick. The way he brought you after the COVID center. That is the reason why you should know that somehow, somehow, what is ahead will get done. Somebody wave your hand to the Lord and say, I believe in the God of somehow. And so, those that had laughed at Sarah have now come back to laugh with her. I said those that laughed at her have now come back to laugh with her. I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to bow your heads and say, Lord, I've heard from you. If there be anybody laughing at me, I've heard the word of the Lord. They'll, soon they will come back and laugh with me. I'm very serious about this prayer. In any area that life has challenged my faith, challenged my prayers, those that laughed at me, they will come and laugh with me. And I want you to say, Lord, I changed my mind. Ah, I refuse to be worn out. I receive a new boost of energy that, Lord, you will come through for me. Somehow, somehow, before the end of this year, God is going to make me laugh. You have to pray that one with your own mouth. God is going to make me laugh real good. Somehow, somehow, this situation will change and I will laugh before the end of this year. Because this is the word of the Lord concerning me. I choose to encourage myself in the Lord like David. I lost some battles, but I'm going to win the war. Somehow, somehow. I bring you the word of the Lord without fear that God will make you and I to laugh. Father, we bless your holy name. We glorify your God. Thank you. The testimonies this morning, they are the down payment for the reason why we will laugh. It is just to show us that God is at work. We give you praise. We give you adoration. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let me ask one question here. Who is glad to have received the word of the Lord today? I said, who is glad to have received the word of the Lord today? Show some gratitude. Show some gratitude. Bless the name of the Lord. Show that you're excited. Show that the word is quick and the word is powerful. Hallelujah.
God will make us laugh. Nobody will be missing out in the name of the Lord. Somehow, somehow, before the end 